It is the ATB show at the buzzer. Adam, rubber shoes, and the long-awaited return of Mother Shoes. Yes. Welcome. Finally. I teased the uh, on all the social, I said that we could have a guest. I didn't say specific yeah. <laughs> because last time it blew up in our face. So we can never guarantee well, a guest. But we're really yeah, last time here. it was called Tyler Needed Food. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my son took precedence. Yeah, yeah, it's important to feed little shoes. I mean, he's a big guy, so he needs yeah needs his food. His food. Um, yeah, he does. Right. <laughs> Go to atbshow.com. Check out all the socials. You'll get rubber shoes rant wrap up. We're, we've wrapped up the jersey of the day, correct? We're, we are fully officially wrapped up, right? Yes, no Finally. more. Okay, that's no more so until scary. I until I buy more. <laughs> Steph's face is like, um, mm. you're not buying anymore. What's wrong with you? Why are you buying more? Oh, there'll be it never ends. I know. I know. All right, yes, just, right. it does never end. <laughs> just, that's you have that's this accurate. Giant <laughs> around your house now, like with all the jerseys that are out. Um. Where are they stored? Or does, does, is he good to put them back in the closet when he's done with each individual jersey? Well, so clean out said closet. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's Maggie. a kid. Maggie down. Maggie wants to be on the show in a big yeah. way. Uh, Rubber shoes hit us with the um, AAA work trucks, please. Okay. Yes, it's uh, we are brought to you by AAA work trucks, your one stop shop for all your work truck needs. If it goes in or on a vehicle, it's a good bet AAA could take care of it for you. Give them a call at eight six six seven eight three six two two two. Or check them out online at aaaworktrucks.com. Excellent. And were the, were the folks from AAA Work Trucks at the Celtics game last night? Uh, I know Joey was. Okay. Um, Joey goes to – so he, he splits the season tickets with his uncle. Okay. They go – they usually go to the Western Conference teams together because oh. they because those teams only come in once. Right. And then they split up the – the rest of the seats and oh, that makes sense. Depending, I never thought to do it that way. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Depending who's available, he he goes. He he gets his half of the tickets and he goes definitely. Unless there's, it, it's pretty much uh, something's got to be dragging him away from it to not to go. Yeah, he likes yeah. to go to every single game that he has the tickets for. So, do we want to start there with the Celtics? I mean, we could start there or the Bruins. Both, you know, the good news is usually this time of year we're talking Patriots. We don't have to really talk about the Patriots. So, do you want to start with the good and end with the bad, or start with the bad and end with the good? Uh, why don't you pick? You you dive us into the bad. Let's, How about we dive into the yeah? Bad? Let's start with the the Patriots. Um, so it's it's been a horror show. I have not been in Bill We Trust for. A couple seasons now. Because, wow! And so I know Timmy is, Adam is, Stephanie is not an inbuilt we trust person. What are you? Are you talking to me? I'm asking Adam. Yes. Adam, oh, oh, what are oh. you? Because Stephanie you is not. No, I'm she's... totally. I'm, to I'm totally in Bill We Trust. 100. percent You brought me really? six Super Bowls in my in my well, no 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 short no, no. life. So who Go brought ahead. you six oh. Super Bowls is Tom Brady. Oh, it's a combination. What your camera, Steph? Yeah, Steph ah. Stephanie's frozen. Well, you can still hear her, though, so that's good. The cat was up here, and I have no clue how to fix oh, it. She, so... Oh, no. All right. Let me Studi run in the other room. Studio LA, Studio C is subject to She cat. legit was up here. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. She the, the, likes... the professionalism on the on the ATV show is just out of the out of this world. 
It's just, I, I mean, know. we've got she cats crawling here. all over our keyboards. <laughs> she like so the problem is is that she's um she's a lap kitty oh yeah yeah so she's all over you she's constantly like laying on me oh thanks bill there you go you're back oh Wait, now you're gone yeah. now you're back okay thank oh. you hey. thank goodness the Good it man works support here. right there yeah, yeah exactly rubbish no, so pretty good go ahead go ahead what were you saying about bill so bill i think for I'm not saying that I think he didn't have anything to do with any of the Super Bowl wins. However, comma, I think that if they had gone with another quarterback, not the greatest of all time, the majority of those rings would not exist. So play this game, right? Let's say let's say Peyton Manning, for whatever reason, came to the Patriots and not Tom Brady. You're saying you don't, you think Peyton Manning would have had like his two, but he wouldn't have had six. No, he probably would have. I would give him one or two more, but not the six. Okay. It, 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 when I look at, I mean, so this is the thing. I feel like that when Tom Brady was here, we still, we had good talent, but he didn't always surround him with the greatest weapons because Tom could compensate for a person not being top level. Okay. So like when you, you look at Tua in Miami, yeah, he has, they've surrounded him with Waddle, with Tyreek Hill. He has a lot of people around him to help him make him look better. Now, Tom Brady could take the lesser quality people and make them look better. Because that's how good he was. So Bill has always had a habit of cheaping out. Whether it's mm-hmm. him or it's Robert Kraft, I don't I don't know. I think it's an equal hand in hand. So he still thinks he can go and get the bargain basements. And he thinks that because he's that good of a coach, he can make up the difference. And he's proving that that's not true in the past few years. So here's here's my counterpoint to that. So I, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Brady Brady definitely covers up a lot of you know bad things that a team does just because of yeah. who he is, right? I mean, you, you don't come back from twenty eight to three with Mac Jones. You know th- that doesn't happen. Um, I don't even think Peyton Manning could do that. No, you're probably right. I think Brady's probably the only guy that yeah. probably could do that in the history of the NFL. In fact, he is the yeah. only quarterback that's ever done it. Um, what I would say a couple of things. One is I think he did surround Brady with a lot of weapons. You had Gronk, you had Edelman, you had uh, Amendola. Like, let's not forget that these guys are, you know, Oh no, I'm not bordering on hall of fame qualities. Randy Moss, you know, Dante Stallworth at the time, um, Wes Welker, all these guys are good, good, solid receivers. Plus the defense was out of this world for much of the last two decades. Right. So we, we've had quite a lot of luck. And by all accounts, if we had Matthew Judon and we had Christian Gonzalez, we'd, we'd have a strong, if not dominant defense this year. Right. It yeah, doesn't make it'll up probably for... only be about maybe two more wins. Well, right. Because we have no offense. Right. So it, correct. That's... Because right. the even without Judon and Gonzalez, their defense still is holding opponents. What the past couple of weeks has been under 20 points. points. Yeah. Right. So right. you still have that, but. The offense is such a debacle. And how yeah. do you not see that going into 
the year that you needed to do something and we did nothing and he keeps throwing Mac Jones out there. Why, why wasn't he benched for this past week? Why are you putting him out there to just pull him the half? It's ridiculous. Right. I mean, I agree with you. And and I will say that I think, I think we stayed with, you know, his stubbornness is one of the things that is really going to get in the way of him having any success in in new England anymore. Um, Because, you know, I mean, Mac Jones should have been benched, four weeks ago, five weeks ago. I mean, I think everybody could see that, right? The one thing is, is that Mac Jones had a really strong rookie year, like a really good rookie year, made the Pro Bowl, you know, as an alternate, but still made the Pro Bowl. Um, and so then you look at this, the second year he's here, and that's like a, you know, sophomore slump. And you're like, okay, well, now we have some, you know, we have a good year and a bad year. Let's see what well, he does. Also, they, the coaches that he gave yeah. them last right. year were ridiculous. Right. Yeah, that's true. So I, to me, I think that, you know, he stayed with Mac way too long. I think that he, his, his stubbornness on the coaching staff on the, the offense has been, you know, just a glaring problem. But that being said, he is still a genius on the defensive side of the ball. He is still a, uh, a coach that has coached circles around most of the NFL. Who are you going to bring in? That's going to be better than him. Ger- Gerard Mayo. He's on the staff. He's on the staff. I'd, right I'd now. rather see be them that much better. Bring in a uh, offensive minded quarter uh, coach. Like who? Uh, the offense. I don't know his name, but the offensive coordinator for the uh, Detroit lions, possibly he's a uh, McVay protege. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause I mean, look at the, the guy down in Miami. So I, I think, Bill is still in the mindset that you can win with defense like he did with the Giants, like he did with, I'll give, yes, Brady wasn't the reason why they won all the Super Bowls. They were really good defenses. But I don't think you can win that way anymore. You need to be able to go toe-to-toe. Although the the Super Bowl against the Rams was, what, 10-6, I think they won. Wasn't it 13-6? I know it was more than that. Yeah. Low scoring. Yeah. 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 But then so you also happened, look at those early Super Bowls. But the early Super Bowls, that wasn't his defense. That was, wasn't a lot of that Bill Parcells defense. Well, a lot mm, of those players. The were, early ones. Were yeah. The players were. Yeah. Parcells, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think personally, I don't think you change. Like, Here's the thing. The team is such a mess right now. I don't think you change the coach and it changes the team. No, and, I don't. I agree. So for me, here's a guy who 20 years of incredible success with Brady, no question, with McVe- I mean, with McDaniels, with, with all of the guys we've talked about that were supporting him as the head coach. I don't think you just ditch the guy because he's had two bad seasons in a row. So, and so that's, how, that's how I look at it. Okay, so but who's responsible for the mess right now? You don't put any of that on Belichick? And oh, then no, you look at that. Tom Brady left and he won a Super Bowl. Since Tom Brady has left, he had no backup plan. He wanted Tom gone, got his wish, and this team has declined rapidly. And that's a good part of because of the things he's done or hasn't done. So at what point do you say, I've seen enough? Now, I agree. You could fire him tomorrow, and they're still going to stink the rest of the year. 
Right. And they're probably going to stink next year, whether he's here or it's a new coach, because there's so many things they need to do. But well, they have they have a lot of uh, salary cap room next year, so they can actually with a high draft pick plus the salary cap room. Yeah, but, but if he's someone here, that can do you, build pr- the do you no, think that's he's the going I, to do something with I that? am done with him. I I was halfway through the season. I was on board with him being removed from the GM roles and still being a coach. Now I'm just I just want it him out of there. I want the whole thing gone and start new because he and and part of me that I I listen to a lot of talk radio. I hear a lot of conspiracy theories and part of me is thinking like one of the conspiracy theories is that Belichick actually wants to get fired because if he gets fired, he still gets the rest of his contract paid for him. Then he can go anywhere he wants and start new. I think, I, I think him and Kraft have, have are butting heads and it's, it's a, he's not going to, he's not going to quit. He's not going to let Kraft trade him. He wants to be fired and earn the rest of his contract from Kraft while he goes and, and finds another job somewhere else. So, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but I, I actually would buy into a little bit of that for, for a couple of reasons. One is it, he can then he can stay st- say I didn't abandon the team right I didn't quit I didn't right. walk away I got fired it, it is what it is and for then he gets his money so that's another piece of it and the third thing is is that then he can go anywhere and he, what does he need 20 wins to get to Shula you know to pass Shula yeah, it's, I think it's less than that but right it's less than that now so he could pick the team he goes to go I'm gonna coach for three or four years we're gonna get to that 20 not you know I'm gonna get to that 20 number and then I'm gonna be done He'll be 70, what, six, 77, retire, you know, go on his boat in Nantucket and be done with it. Um, so I wouldn't really surprise me. I mean, if you're 72 years old, are you looking for a rebuild? Probably not. Right. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't right. think you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to work with this 19 year old quarterback coming out of the uh, out of college and try and get him to put up some numbers, especially when the number of college quarterbacks that come out that are successful is really low. I mean, you know, you're looking at like two out of 10 quarterbacks that. Well, the problem is that most of the top quarterbacks go to bad teams. So they're they're being put into it. Like Mac Jones was put into a bad situation. The offense was bad. And they, you know, we thought they spent money, but, you know, they went out and got Aguilar, Hunter Henry, Smith on offense, Kendrick Bourne, you know, other people's, Devontae Parker, other people's leftovers. You know, these were guys that, were they were good on other teams as um, a second or third part. Like San Francisco had Debo Samuel and uh, Brendan Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne, and then they let Kendrick Bourne go, and right. he can't be the guy by himself. Devontae Parker can't be the guy by himself. And so he took chances. They spent money, but it wasn't well spent mm-hmm. on the offense that, that year. Well, I think I think that it the whole the whole structure of the team needs to be looked at. So I'm not saying that if I was Kraft, I wouldn't be looking at whether to fire Belichick or not. I mean, I certainly that certainly would be an option for me. But to me, if you look at the team in it in total, Belichick is not the only problem. And if you fix some of the other problems, I mean, this is probably the conversation that they're having to have, right? If you fix some of the other problems, 
the offensive line, if you fix, if you get a new quarterback, if your defense gets healthy, are you a contender? Are you even in the mix? I mean, the Bills are on decline, right? The the Dolphins are on the rise, and but the Jets are still the Jets. So it's not like the AFC East is not winnable, right? If not not this year, obviously, but if you fix some of the pieces that you have, you could right. potentially be contender for the AFC East. And so, but, so Adam, my thing is though, do what you've seen of Bill the past few years, do you trust him to be able to make those things to fix, make those picks, make those trades, free agent signings? <sighs> um, do I try? Yeah, I mean, so I would say a, yes. I do trust so him. why? But why? Why do we, you trust we need, him? We need well, him to fix the offense. Can he fix? We know we can build a defense. Right. Can he build an offense now with the, the way that offenses are now? And well, but, so but, even, having... but even something simple like the kicker. Why did we have to let Nick Folk go for for this? Wasn't he a lot like a thousand years old, Nick Folk? What, I don't even know his name. No. Chad Ryland. Thank you. Well, I don't, I don't yeah. even know the kicker's name. Chad Ryland. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a. He was a high prospect. Oh, I'm I'm not defending p- taking a but a but, but it's something simple like that. It's things yeah. like that, or even his inability to just not be, pardon me, a complete dick at the press conferences when there's no other coach who stands up there and says, "I'm not going to tell you who we're going to go with. All the quarterbacks are going to be ready." Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, but what are we but, waiting for? But that's him, though. I mean, he's been tw- that's 20, 20 right. plus when, years of him. when you were winning. But, it, you but when do you're it. winning, it's fine. But when you're losing, it gets really old really fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to spend my whole day on the Patriots because yeah. okay. my Sundays are ruined every Sunday, as I'm sure <laughs> yours are. So Actually, I don't want to ruin I'm, my Wednesdays either. I'm happy because I want them to lose and get a high draft pick. So I'm yeah. So I'm fine. now I'm we're fine all with like on board with going. losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let, let's do all a right. quick, quick Bruins minute. Because yeah, sure, go for the Bruins. And, sure, and you I know haven't the Bruins watched are, much Bruins. I haven't watched a lot of Bruins, but I will say I've been reading about them and the fact that these guys are like competitive even, and they're at the top of the league is unbelievable because nobody expected it. Right. Right. Well, now, now they have a three game losing streak and and all their their Mm. inefficiencies, the beginning of the year, the list though, like they, they had their goaltenders were keeping them in these games because they, they were having all the same problems before, but the, the goaltenders were bailing them out. And the last three games, the, goaltenders weren't bailing them out and it's that's why it's been they've been giving up you know five and seven goals the oh my yeah it's yeah been it's been ugly. has not been good no. Steph, you must be pulling out your hair i mean you're the real bruins fan in the in the family i know that well so i i'm not surprised because i knew that this I, as i was watching them do well i knew that this it wasn't going to stay this way. It was going to end because their inability to clear the puck, their defense has looked really bad at a lot of times. And it was their only, and even team members would admit it was the goaltending was the reason why they were winning their games. And you can't keep relying on your goaltending that much and expect to keep doing well. 
it's it's well, it's interesting because you. you so know, I knew you always, it was this. Oh, I think your video is like lagging behind again or something. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, but I thought you were done. I apologize that I stepped on you. Um, I it's interesting I, because rubber shoes. You always talk about how like in the playoffs a goalie can get hot and just you can ride that goalie all the way through the playoffs. Is that kind of what happened here? Is like the the Bruins started two goalies. goalies. So that's that. I mean, that's a whole nother thing where yeah. they've been plat literally platooning. It's been every other game except for uh, Omar was a little banged up, so they played Swayman two games in a row. But it's been pretty much every other game. Every other. And yeah. um, I mean, it, it there you know the big talk is that if they go through the whole season like this without any major injuries, that they're going to do this in the playoffs, which has never been done before, ever, mm -hmm. by any team. That yeah. They've had a strict platoon because usually you do that. You you get the, the hot goalie and you ride with him until he right. shows that he can't do it, and then you make a switch. But, um, yeah, they, they, and, the, and, and the scary thing is, is that it's the – they're stars that are not playing well right mm. now in this three game yeah. losing streak. It's like wow. uh Marshan, Pasternak, McAvoy, those have been and Zaka, though those Zaka's more of a, a second tier guy, but um it's so it they have a few days off. They play again tomorrow night. Hopefully they get some practice and get things uh figured out going forward. Wow. Oh. <laughs> She really wants Come to on. get on. She wants to I talk know. about the Bruins, yeah. really. No, um, I think she wants to talk about Celtics. So that's a oh. good segue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you. Hey, I'm all for talking about the Celtics. So that was my dad. So, <laughs> so we, Steph, on the way home today, we were we were wondering. So our, or at least my big thing, I asked her what she thought, and so I want to start with the in season tournament. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? So I've, I've actually loved it, to be honest with you. So I have league pass, so I watch every single Celtics game. You know, we don't get messing down here, So I, but I have league pass and get every single game. Um, I, I've really enjoyed it. I feel like it makes it, it has made November NBA basketball actually interesting and something worth watching. Um, I'll watch any of the games anytime because I just love to watch the Celtics. But for the casual fan who's like, yeah, I hope the Celtics win. I want to see them do well, but I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll see them in. March or April, I'm not going to see I don't really care about the games. I'll just look up the score in November. I feel like it's given them an additional um, something to look forward to. Um, you know, this whole business about the point differential, uh, I don't know. I, I think the Celtics are, you know, Jalen Brown and, and Drew Holiday were whining about it. I'm like, it, you guys are professional athletes. I, like, I would like them to change the tiebreaker to your record in the regular, like, whatever your record is not in the in-season game. So use your other games as a tiebreaker. That's interesting. I didn't think about Instead, it that because way. Because yeah. the, the point of right, like them having to keep their starters out and be over the 23 points last night. It was ridiculous. That, yeah, that that's kind of – and Jalen Brown at the end of the game was like, I didn't want to do that to another team because you know, you know how it is. You've been – if yeah. you've played sports, you've been on that end – Right, at least once in your life, where it's it sucks when you're the team getting run up on, and the other and and you know they have to keep doing it just for this tiebreaker. Yeah. And well, it's, so it's, my oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
So my problem with it is, is that, okay, say last night you had to score the 23 points and then you had to have what the Nets had to win in order for you to be into this thing. So usually in a blowout like last night, you would not have seen your starters like Tatum and Holiday and Brown in the game late. Right. So now you're playing your starters late. That's where things tend to usually happen. So how are you feeling about this this tournament if, I don't know, Tatum slips and falls on the court and now he's out for two months? Well, I will say that the the courts have been a real problem, number one. Yeah. We did almost lose Jalen Brown, which was – would have been completely tragic. I, yeah, I hear what you're saying about the, about leaving the stars in. I do think that there's something they can do about the point differential. Whether it's like you know, the other thing is it's only they only had him play five. What was it? Five games? It was no four games. Four. Like yeah. four games. Four. You could you could have extended it maybe two more weeks and had them play you know two or three more games and then it like spreads the pack out a little bit more um, because you know the fact that there's in the same group there's two, three three and one teams right it, yeah of course there's going to be maybe, because maybe you play each team twice instead of right. once. yeah something like that um but i agree you know i agree with you having the stars in there makes me nervous i get i mean for you know if it's a two-point game different story but if it's a 30-point blowout and you're playing against the scrappy bench players of the other team who are like this is my only time to get any run in on the court and i'm gonna make the most of it and i'm gonna make jason tatum look stupid or i'm gonna block jalen brown and i'm gonna and and all of a sudden somebody gets hurt yeah i mean that made me super nervous last night i will say that thing i i'm i'm kind of on the fence i i did so last night i really wasn't into it at all but last night we're watching the pregame with scout so when when you watch on the, the season pass or whatever whatever it's called, yeah, yeah. Um, do you get the Celtics broadcast or do you get the yes. national broadcast? Oh, so no, do I you get, get to see broadcast. the pregame stuff too? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I mean, Scal's been all into this. Like he yeah. wants to get <laughs> yeah, the yeah. the like you know the second team and the you know the bench plays. He wants to get those guys that extra money. You know right. the five hundred grand. Like yeah. it means something to those guys. Not so much. Tatum and Brown, they they got plenty of money, but the like those the your lesser guys on the team, this really yeah. means a lot. So I don't want to I would have loved to have been able to rest our star players because come playoff time, you want them as fresh as possible. I don't want them to play a person that is, you know, maybe he could use another couple games to sit to rest his ankle like holiday. Right. So where if they're playing people because of it's the in tournament in season tournament game that it that's that's where I have a, a problem is if they're they're gonna play you know rush a guy back instead of resting him where it's you know November we we really want this guy for June you know yeah not so much November the other thing is if you, well, yeah, you talk, go ahead well it because at the end of the day. As much as I think, like you said, it the the money for the the lesser players is that's great, that's awesome. Yeah. But when you look back at this season, seasons from now, are you going to be able to name the person, the team who won the in whatever the hell tournament if, they call this? If it or if it goes the, the way the NBA wants championship? to. You're you're not going to go. Oh yeah, the the Celtics won the in game tournament, but 
oh, I don't know who won the championship. It's going to be the other way around. I, th- just... I think the first one everyone's going to remember, and I, it really bugs me because I, LeBron wants this so bad. That's <laughs> because he all he has left. So, Adam, they're they're averaging like over twenty points more a game in yeah. the season tournament games than <laughs> their regular that. season, and yeah. it's like LeBron <laughs> wants to win this first one just to say. He that he wanted, wanted. and he, it's something Jordan doesn't have. Right, right, <laughs> right. Like, because that's like going to be the a, big difference maker. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a bragging point. Like Jordan didn't yeah, have the it, tournament. I'm sure he would have won one if he yeah, was exactly. if they yeah. had it when he was playing. I yeah. just it. That's what kills that's me. Look, I hope someone knocks them out because I do not want that's. But he really wants it. He really wants it bad. The, the Lakers are not, I sincerely doubt they are going to win it, to be honest with you. I know he wants to win it, but they just don't have the talent to match up in but the West, he Western can, Conference. He, he still has it. He doesn't have enough to win in the playoffs to, yeah. to win another championship, I don't think. But he, so I don't know if you listen to country music at all. Do you, a little bit. You know, Toby Keith. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm as good as I, I, I'm, I'm good now as I was, you know, once. Than I was. Do you listen to country so, music? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I forget how it goes. But I think, I think he can. So that's about right. That's accurate. He, he doesn't. He has to get up for three more games. Yeah, he doesn't have to get up for a whole series. Right. No, you're right. So he yeah. can. He can play. You know, he, they were four and zero, I believe, in the in the tournament. Yeah, no, they were, yeah, and they and they like you said, they blew, they were blowing teams out pretty much. You know, and it's not, it's not a best of seven. It's one, you know, they played three games spread out, or four games spread out. It was over, yeah. you know, four weeks, and now they're gonna play. They they play Monday, or actually, he doesn't. So that this is another thing. The Lakers don't play the first night of the, of course, of the not. quarterfinals. Yeah, so he's he's gonna rest until that next game, and then he'll take it easy until the semifinals and then they'll take it easy to the finals he like all the regular season games don't mean anything to him only these games do and he can do it for that one game and then take a week off you know that's that's so it's almost like M- it was made for him wouldn't, it probably was knowing the NBA. <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't the NBA's dream come true if the first in-season tournament was Lakers Celtics I mean that would be you know, amazing. I mean, yeah, you'd like to have Jokic in the in the tournament, or you'd like to have you know Steph. Steph would be a good star to have in the tournament. But if it was Lakers Celtics, that would be I mean, just that's, that's the other thing. It's like Denver's out, Golden yep. State's out. I know. Um, so Milwaukee isn't. So Milwaukee and the Celtics are like the only two top tier like teams that are in the probably top five for uh, odds of winning the championship. That are right. still in it. Like the I don't know, Pacers. man. I don't know. If, I know we blew the Pacers. <laughs> Orlando. Out. The, Pacers, the Pacers, the Knicks. Out, but the Pacers aren't that bad. The Pacers are a good team. Yeah. I, but I'm not, not saying I'm not saying we're going to struggle with them. I'm just saying they're not they're not pushovers. We, you know. Actually, and we also got we also got bullied by Orlando. So I hope we don't see them. I will say that. Did I they mean, make it? Yeah, that was pathetic. Because I, I, I they did. I think they were. I think they were the wild card. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Um, Speaking of coaches that don't give you much in the in the press conferences, though, Missoula, 
who has had his dust ups with uh, what's his guy's name? Gary Washburn from the from the globe. And they're constantly going after going at each other. And but when he was being interviewed leading up to the that last game last night, he gave nothing like he's like, oh, we don't really care. We don't really pay attention to that. Blah, 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 blah. We're not. And and he basically blew it off like we're not worried about that. We're just trying to win, which I guess is the right thing to say. But then you go and look over at their bench when they're up 30 and he's he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Go out and foul Andre Drummond so that we can be up 32. Like they definitely took it seriously. And I hate when I hate when coaches or players, I know they're coached or really like they have like media coaches that teach them to do this. But like when they're not honest about it, it's like, just be honest about it. Yeah, you want to win. We want to be in it. We want to be in Vegas like. I don't understand why we're not honest about those things. You, you want to win every game and you, right. yeah, it's whether it means a lot or not, you still would rather win it than not win it. Right. Well, he said but something interesting to Scal. He said something, you know, Scal interviews him before the game every, yeah. and he goes, you know, just as, did he say it to Scal or was it in a press conference? I don't know. Either way, he said, you know, as much as I want to win tonight's game, I also want to win a rainy Tuesday when we're not playing. I want to win that practice. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that's he, like the right thing to say, but come on. The, the fans want to hear you say, yeah, I want to punch the bulls in the mouth is what yeah. I want to do. He's, so. he's an yeah, odd but you duck, know what? That's for sure. Yeah, he is. What's, he is what's weird about him though. So he, um, Beetle and Zoe interview him mm-hmm. and he is completely different with them. Really? He is. Yep. He is actually funny. He's engaging. Oh. He talk like they talk about other things than just basketball. He is total opposite of what he is when he is with the media. It's crazy. Oh, I'll have to go listen to that because I like, I want I'm interested in that. I remember yep, he's, he's that. very different. Steph, do you remember when Belichick used to be on with the big show? Yes. He he was a lot better. He wasn't bad. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. Well, you know, they had Smurlis there and and Diossi that he really uh, respected those guys. So I think he, yeah. Now it's like when he's when he's on with, you know, well, Greg Hill. Yeah, I mean, he should be nice with Wiggy, but he is. Yeah, and I think he is. I think he engages with Wiggy, but he could give two shits about the other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well I like, can't either, you know, so I don't blame him. I, I like Belichick, but he 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 like it's such an asshole thing to be like. I'm going to treat anybody that's not a former professional football player like trash. Like, I hate when they do that. It's like, this guy's got a job to do. He's interviewing you. It, it's a contract. He's got to do it. So just treat him well and get through the thing. You don't have to be, you know, Mr. You know, personality or anything, but at least, you know, warm up to the guy so you can talk to him every week. Um, but that's I interesting. Just, I'm going to go listen to that. The, the Missoula interview. Yeah, he, I really, he really is different. Also, I, I just don't think that the league should make the coaches every game go out there and do this, especially after a loss after a loss i i'd be pissed off and and uh irritated and short with people too if uh if yeah. you know i just lost a game and i know they're and i i feel bad for the reporters because they're just doing their job they have they're getting paid to go ask the questions right and you know you're not going to get an answer so it, it's it. Nobody really wants to be there. Well, I the definitely doesn't want to be there. The reporters don't want to be there. Right. The, 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 I think it's I think it's a little bit different. Like in the NFL, it's only once a week. 
Yeah. But like in the NHL, the NBA, like these guys are out playing 82 games. Do we need to hear from him on Tuesday and then we hear get him nope. hear from well, him again on Thursday? The NFL, he he's required, I think, on Wednesday to give a press conference. Right. And I think Saturday and after the game. I think he's required three times during the week to do a press conference. Yeah, but conference. Bill, if he just answered the questions on Wednesday, <laughs> then you wouldn't no, have I, to go I through agree. the ridiculousness you have to go through with him. If he wasn't such, he just has to be difficult. Yeah. Just answer no, the I, goddamn questions. It's not hard. I, but it, a lot of the best things have come out of him being short and difficult, like on to Cincinnati, do your job. All that stuff is like, you know, that's that's right. him being, you know, kind of a jerk. But we're all like, yeah, when they were winning, it was nice. Right. It was awesome. Like, I love it. successful, it's all right. But now right. it's when you it's, you know, seven weeks in a row. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> like, but it's like it's like, OK, so, Adam, yeah. your wife asks you to, I don't know, mow the lawn right. and you give her a huh, 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 and then she has to ask you again the next day can mow the lawn and you keep not answering her instead of just going and mowing the GD lawn and being done with it. <laughs> it's almost like, like you live you in really? my house. Steph. <laughs> 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 just do the damn lawn already. Adam. Yeah. Like, that cuts a little close to the bone, but I hear what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk, talk about the, we talked about the in-season tournament. Let's talk about the Celtics in general. Um, we've had a little bit of injury problems, you know, with holiday had a minor ankle thing. Uh, Porzingis, by all accounts, he'll be back, I think, for the Philly game on Friday. So where's your head at with health and how, how we're feeling about how they're going to progress through the season? Obviously, can't predict anything, but are you feeling comfortable with those two guys? I mean, well, that, Holiday's always been pretty solid, but Porzingis yeah, Holiday, I'm not worried about. Porzingis, when we got him, this was the my biggest question with him is because he's always had injuries, ex- except for last year. Last year was like the... I think he last year and one other season were the most games he played in a season. Other than that, he's been pretty much injury plagued. Yeah. And I love him. I seeing him every game, same with holiday, like seeing him every game, like you knew they were good players, right? Seeing them night after night, you're like, wow, these like, they just add so much to this team that, and that's, that's the thing. Are they going to be healthy in the playoffs? It's like, I don't think it matters. The, for some reason, the NBA home court advantage doesn't exist anymore. Right. I know it's it, weird. It's gone away the last since since almost COVID. It seems like it's gone away. It doesn't matter. And so the the seed that you're in and the to go into the playoffs doesn't really matter. Yeah. As far as home court advantage. So, but you don't Just think you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to see them be a four seed, right? I mean, you like if, if your point, you're kind of making the point like let's rest Porzingis as long as we have to, right? Because we're doing okay without him. And if Tatum needs some extra time, let's give him extra time, whatever. And you know, and I think Missoula has done a lot of that. Like if you watch some of the games, his subbing patterns are so weird. Um, but oh, I think he's just he, kind of trying to figure it out more than yeah. anything. Um, no, I I don't need them to. If there's nothing wrong with them, give them days off. Yeah, but. I did like when, you know, last night, if they were just a regular season game, they could arrest them the fourth quarter. They've had a few games this year where they've been able to do that because they got up by so much and they just sat the whole fourth quarter. 
That's what I want them to do. I want them to play how they're supposed to play, blow out these bad teams and rest in the fourth quarter. If you have a, you know, if you have an injury like Porzingis has now, you, you know, don't rush him back. Right. Let him take an extra game or two off to, to make sure he's a hundred, because the worst thing is to come back a game too early and then re-injure it, and then you're out another month, or you know, it just nags the whole season. Yeah, in a weird yeah, way. See, but, I, I'll go ahead, Steph. I don't. My thing is that I'm concerned with is it's not just health, but I feel like there are times like the Milwaukee game the other night. They were up by what was it twenty at one point? Yeah. Yep. And then it's and then it's gone. And they, Dame, Dame they time. this team still st- doesn't know how to just keep the foot on, like get the foot on the gas, just go. And I don't know what it is about them, but I still just don't trust them. And I know they're talented and I know they have what it takes, but, but sometimes it's just, I don't know where they go, what they do, if they just think that, they show up and oh, we got this lead where it's automatic, and they cruise, and then they just then they lose it, and it's like this, like that Orlando game the other night. That was frustrating. They shouldn't have lost to that team. No, no, they shouldn't have. And I mean, you know, the, the, to your point, they so they go through these stretches of like four or five, six, sometimes six minutes of just ice cold. They just get ice cold, and part of that is because they're such a heavy three point shooting team. Right. So, you know, and and if you start to miss your shots, you start you're missing your shots. But the one thing that I've seen as like a little bit of a glimmer of hope is that Tatum Brown, definitely. And even like the role players, when Hauser and and Pritchard come in, they're not always settling for the three. They are driving to the basket. And I think when they're hot and they're, you know, shooting well, great. Stick to the three. But if you start to miss a couple in a row, let's get let's get you know, drive to the basket a couple of yeah. times. Let's get fouled. Let's go to the line. Let's drive and kick. So somebody gets a wide open three, as opposed to a three with somebody's hand in his face. The one thing Tatum does, and he makes a lot of these shots. So I'm not complaining too much, but the one thing that he does is he'll take the ball at the top of the key oh, and dribble I... for 10 seconds between the legs behind the back. And then My he'll just pull up peeve. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're you're bigger, you're stronger, you're faster than all of these guys. Just go buy them. Like no, I don't the, and he does do that sometimes, but it drives the thing me nuts. The though is when they are looking their best, they're moving the ball around. Yes. Yep. And that when they do that iso ball or I call hero ball, yeah. it it drives me nuts. And okay, I got a question. So I don't do you, do you look at stats all the time? Like not, do you know the stats I'm not obsessed. I'm okay, not obsessed. So with I want to ask you eyeball test yeah you've seen in the games who do you think has more turnovers tatum or brown oh that's a good question i'm guessing i'm guessing you're trying to stump me on this one so i would my guess is you it's the actual answer is tatum but if i was being honest about my eye test i would say brown yep because that's because we we've been so concentrated because of his turnovers in the playoffs that we're like oh he and it every time Brown turns the ball over, I'm like, oh, everybody turn goes over oh, again, turn over again. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Tatum has like 20 more turnovers than. Wow, than that's incredible. Yeah. I, I looked it up the other day. I was like, holy crap, that's yeah. crazy. 
Well, you know what's funny is I even in the, that Bulls game yesterday, there were like three or four possessions where I'm like, what What are you doing? Like, you're yeah. just he basically just threw it to the other team. I'm like, it, it's not like yeah. he's you know dribbling and dribbles it off his foot, which he does do that sometimes too. But like, you're just like throwing the ball away. I, sometimes I don't understand what's going on. And I know you know he's he's got a lot of pressure on him. He's the number one guy. But you would think with Porzingis and Brown and and holiday and even Derek white we haven't even talked about Derek white you know he'd have a lot less pressure than last year i mean last year just, he had to be like the number one scorer like i i, I really want to watch some old games because i feel in the 80s 90s like the the really good players would dominate like kobe would take over a game and i don't feel like he turned the ball over a lot like yeah. he and that's the thing with with Tatum and Brown. It's like these are supposed to be your superstars. Like I, I don't remember Bird having bad tur- turnovers and Jordan having bad turnovers and Isaiah Thomas and you know all these elite uh, Magic Johnson. It, it never seems like you you see these bad turnovers and especially in crunch time. And that's right. another thing with Tatum. He it it seems like like his his free throw percentage is good, but it seems like the misses he has is at the end Crucial. of the game. <laughs> like the worst possible time. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. It's ridiculous. Well, I will say that I think, you know, I think, you know, recency bias a little bit here because I'm sure that Jordan and bird and, you yeah, know, all those guys, are like I'm sure they did have turnovers. Obviously. Games. Yeah. Um, but and because now all you see is the highlights, right? You don't see right. any of the yeah. actual games themselves. Um, I, the other thing is, I will say that I think, you know, I'm, I think I've talked about it on the show before. My girls are going through the basketball thing. Like, you know, they're, you know, playing a lot of basketball. And the the way that we train kids to play basketball now is so different than it was when we grew up. Like, they're, they're taught to be one-on-one players. I mean, that's what they're taught to be. Ugh. And it's like, if they get, you know, if they get a good coach, they're taught to pass the ball a little bit. But for the most part, you know, there's a, there's this, there's this gym in um, Milford where, Kids go and exclusively like it's it's not even a full court gym. It's just a half court gym and they're they work on exclusively ball handling and shooting. That's all they work on. And it's like that. I mean, it's necessary. It's needed. Those skills are needed, but that's not what makes a good, well-rounded basketball player. So then you go to some of these games and you see these kids. They're amazing dribblers. Can't pass the ball to save their life. Kid gets wide open when the backdoor cut. They can't pass it to him. So. It's, it's sort so, of a culture thing, I think. I I feel hockey is the same way because I. Uh, oh really? So actually, the so I I play Tuesday and Friday mornings. This past Tuesday, we had a a young kid play with us. He was probably eighteen, eighteen, nineteen years old. I'm guessing. Yeah. And he didn't pass. <laughs> He's trying to do the between the legs shots and stuff like that it's like dude you're and well he probably it, figured he was playing with a bunch of old guys well the thing <laughs> so the biggest thing and adam you'll Playing. know this as as a basketball coach yeah because so um basketball and hockey is the same thing a pass is gonna get down the other end quicker than dribble a dribbling 100%. or someone skating it out yep by themselves you two passes boom you can be down the other end of the court like that like in a second Right. And right. if you try to dribble all the way down, it's like taking seven seconds. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if I, if I think back to like 
when I really loved basketball and that was in the eighties, that game was so much better. And, and it was just more exciting. Now it's, it's turned into just hucking up threes. That's a big part of, I really do think the three pointer changed it. I, I still enjoy it, but it definitely changed it to not as good as it was back in the, the, the game was so much better. And, and, and honestly, hockey was better. Mm. I mean, they, they took fighting out of the, the game. And it's just, that was one of, I mean, if I went to a Bruins game and I saw some good fights, but they lost, I still felt like I saw a good game. Yeah. Well, I know the, that the, sounds ridiculous. The New but... Jersey J- Devils and Batman killed hockey. By, so they don't by, allow fighting anymore. Well, it's so they they got away from yeah, it. Yeah, so you if they don't let it happen, extra penalty. So if you're an instigator, yeah, one, you get two minutes for fighting and then two minutes extra for being the instigator, unless they both go. If you're a third person in, that's an extra penalty. Like before, it was just oh my god, everyone would start fighting and everyone just got you know majors for fighting. That's it. Now right. there's all these extra things because they want to keep people from not joining in also it's a another penalty if you purposely take your helmet off why is that a penalty because well they're worried about people like it's so it never happened in the 80s or the 70s that guys like fell back and hit their heads and knocked themselves out and yeah yeah. but that's what they're worried about the word the whole concussion thing is a big worry but you don't it never happens like the when these guys are fighting yes they want to beat each other up but they still have respect for each other for the most part it's not right not like you're not trying to kick the guy's legs out and have him slam his head on the you you kind of hold each other up while you're right, right, right. the punches so they yeah they've and the the thing with uh the new jersey devils they came up they were the team that came up with the the zone in mm-hmm. hockey where if so if you do you watch any hockey right now, Adam? Not now, no. I did so when I was younger, but right now, when when a team is on a power play, yeah, they have to like run plays just to get the puck into the, no the zone. Like oh before God. they used to just skate in, set up right. the power play. Now yeah. they have to like do all these fancy things just to get the puck because they're they're setting up a zone in the middle the middle zone to prevent them from just coming up in the, in the New Jersey Devils of the team that started all that back wow. in the 90s. So that must make it so much more ruined. boring. Oh, it like is. The power it, play it, was always the fun part, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, they've definitely the games are not in scoring is way down in um yeah. hockey compared to what it was. It's it's funny because the the leagues well Big big businesses ruin sports, right? I mean, it's, it, it, now these yeah. these teams are worth billions of dollars, and it's it's just now it's just a corporate thing, and it's so annoying. And I hate to be like, in my day, it was so much, but you know, because I'm sure there was BS back in the day too. But it it really is like these guys, you know, if if Tatum or Bergeron goes down and gets hurt, like your season could be over basically, right? And that's millions and millions and millions of dollars for these owners. So they're like, Oh no, we're going to make sure that everybody, this is what happened in football when they, they started protecting the quarterbacks and it's, it's brutal. I mean, it, I mean, they've started to sort of figure out how to play within those rules, but it's still, it, it still kind of hurts the game. I think, I mean, it really makes it less exciting. 
makes it not as fun to watch. And, you know, the competition level is lower too, because everybody's worried about getting hurt. And I get it. So I mean, I, if I was, was a professional athlete, I wouldn't want to get hurt either, but there was a sack on Mac Jones two or three weeks ago that they called, uh, roughing the passer on the defensive player. And it's, and it was, a I think, so it was against the team that I'm not rooting for. And I was up and I was like, what the <laughs> hell do you want this guy to do? He legit, the Mac Jones still had the ball and he yeah. tackled him from behind. And he, it's like, what do you want these guys to do? It's, it's and like, they called just, it roughing the passer. Yes. It's like, wow. just put flags on the, on the quarterbacks and have them pull the flags off. If that it's, it's, it's getting right. to that point right now. You can't do anything to the quarterback, which I understand, but don't, I feel bad for the defensive players because they don't know what a penalty is. Right. Well, it's the same yeah, but way. It's like in basketball, the hanging on the rim. Like, oh what are God. they supposed to do when they do? It's the most absurd. <laughs> oh, that was the thing worst ever. technical foul ever. Yeah. It is Aiden. the dumbest ever. thing. It's one thing if they're showboating. It's another thing if they're just yes. trying to, you know, protect themselves yeah, or the person below them. Or yes. Not land, oh, it's man. ridiculous. Yeah, it... I don't know what they want them to do. It's ridiculous. And one of the most exciting plays in basketball was when Shaq used to hang on the rim and pull the oh, rim yeah. down. Yeah. I know yeah. it was a pain in the neck. They had to redo the rim and everything, but that was so much fun. I mean, I still remember yeah. the first time I saw him break a backboard like that. Like, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's 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 insane. Now, I mean, yeah. Tatum hung on it for what, like half a second. And they're like, oh, technical. And foul. Got, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I saw one from it was either Sunday or Monday night that another team and it was probably twice as long as what Tatum did. It still wasn't he wasn't doing anything flashy. Yeah, yeah. It was like twice as long as what Tatum hung on and it they didn't call anything. That's another thing. With a lot of the official in all the leagues, yeah. That you don't know what what they're gonna call from night to night. You you just have no idea. Or even in a game, they can call it you know, in the first quarter, and they're not going to call it in the foot. Call every game the same way, and and during the whole game, Just not right. Oh, it's crunch time in the fourth quarter. We can't call it because it might affect. It's a, if you call it earlier in the game, then they know it's a penalty, and they won't do it in the, at the end of the game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the officiating will always be a co- topic of conversation, but it's true. If it's not consistent, that is when it gets irritating because if it's yes. if it's even on both sides, both teams, fine. You know, even if it's crappy, at least it's fine on both sides. But if it's, you know, not consistent on one side and not as consistent on the other, or like you said, early in the game, it's one thing and late in the game, it's another thing yeah. that that starts to get out of control a little bit. So, um, all right. So we we covered the Celtics. Excellent. Was there anything else? I, I know you do like a tease now on. Uh, all the socials. Did was there anything on your tease uh, that we? Uh, so the only thing I kind of was I teased that we didn't really talk about was the possible you know draft pick for the Patriots. But I think we're we're good with, with the Patriots. <laughs> We've yeah, talked we, enough we about talk that way too disappointment much already. Yeah, <laughs> we could all we right. could talk about draft picks when. Although I I just saw something today that Caleb Williams who before the season was the like the definite number one quarterback coming out of college. Now right. oh, the, the season he's had has been kind of, I think his stock has dropped. He's come out and said he it's going to be a game time decision, whether he even comes out of 
out this year or not. Oh, interesting. He says okay. he's he's he might go back one more yeah, year because he doesn't want to come out and be, you know, a, a tenth pick. He wants to be yeah. the number one pick. So right. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, all right. Listen, uh, rubber shoes, mother shoes. Thank you guys for joining us. If you want to go check thank out you. the rubber shoes rant and wrap up, it is on all of our socials, which you can get to at atbshow.com. We are brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Uh, your one-stop shop. No, rubber shoes. You got to say it because I don't have it memorized. Your one-stop shop for all your work truck needs. We'll just leave Perfect. it at that. All right. AAAWorkTrucks.com. Uh, we will be back to full strength next week for the first time in feels like a decade, but it's only yep. been a few weeks. But we will. I think we will be back to full strength next week, Wednesday night at 5 o'clock. We're looking forward to it. In the meantime, enjoy the in-season tournament. We'll have a lot more to talk about about that next week.